0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berezicki. Yeah, and welcome again to Growing in Grace. Some Joel, uh, the Breeze Man, Joel Briezicky, and Mike, the Cap Capler, with me. Our uh, weekly discussion about the grace of God. Thanks for coming along with us. We got some interesting stuff to talk about again, as usual. Last time we were kind of in a series for several weeks, Cap, about uh, the law. Uh, God's law, and how uh we're we're dead to the law, how we're not under the law anymore, and as Christians, the lives that we live are uh, by God's grace and by faith, you know our freedom comes from faith rather than trying to live by laws, and bondage comes from laws, and you know we talked about that, and then last week we talked about how it's grace that motivates us to want to live right and to go out and and not to be disobedient and live sinful lives, but uh, now that we're in a relationship with Christ, uh, that he is our life source uh, rather than uh, trying to live by laws. And so we're going to pick up on that a little bit this week, Cap, as we focus on our lives in Christ and and the grace that uh, teaches us so many things and that is the power for the Christian life.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I understand that some of what we've been talking about the past few weeks uh, maybe, uh, in complete opposition to what a lot of people have learned. Even, even this morning, uh, I was at church in, in a class, Joel, and, uh, one woman said that, you know, she had just been brought up in this very legalistic doctrine from a particular denomination, and, uh, when we pointed out that Paul had called the Ten Commandments the ministry of death, she'd been in church all of her life, and she's never heard, heard that heard before. That. Mm-hmm. And and so I understand that this is a completely different way of thinking, but it's the gospel. What we're talking about here isn't, uh, Joel, you, you referred to it as a series, and, and it is, based on the programs that we do. We've been focused on the subject of the law and uh, how, that, how that it really isn't in relation to us as believers anymore. And we're going to continue that. But, you know, this, this isn't just um, some sort of a side dish some sort of a, a topical teaching, that this is really a part of the gospel and mm-hmm. understanding these things and what we're going to move into from here is really important in order for you to be able to walk freely in what God has provided for us through the, the cross of Jesus Christ. So um, I think maybe one thing that we, we touched on toward the end of our, our last program is you know there are those who would say that you can preach too much grace you got to be careful. Oh, I've heard that line so many times over the years. You got to be careful with that. You know, people might misunderstand and and uh, you know, they'll you're just giving them a license to sin and uh, all these sorts of things. Well, uh, grace does not motivate you to sin, first of all. But that's the implication that people like that will give you. And we go to Titus 2:11 for the grace of God the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us what? Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live righteously and godly in the present age. That's what grace will do. That, that's what, and, and we'll talk about what our motivation is. You know, well, we've talked about that, 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 that it's grace, but it's, it's, it's not rules and laws that are going to motivate me to want to do what's right. Nor are they going to be success, successful in helping me to live a successful life. Um, Paul said something back in Romans chapter five, Joel, and I'm turning to it even as we speak, and I'm just I'm just taking part of this verse here to make the point that it was the abundance of grace that teaches us how to reign in life. It, it, to suggest that you can teach or preach too much grace. Is to suggest that you can teach or preach too much of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, too much, too, too
0: much grace is like you say. It's like it's like saying that you can preach too much Jesus because, as as uh, people would would have learned under the old covenant, uh, which was all about law, which was all about rules. No matter if they would keep one law and and. Or ninety nine laws and, and not keep a hundred. You know, say there were ninety nine and and they would keep all of them, but but that one hundredth one, it was that one law that they didn't keep that kept them from knowing God. And and in the same way with grace, if if you have one hundred percent grace and you add one law to grace, you're gonna mess up the whole grace thing. And so it has to be our lives in Christ has to be. grace because grace is the power of the Christian life. Grace is the life of Jesus Christ in us. We've become dead to the law and we need to really always drill that point in. Like you say, it's not just a subject of the Christian life, but it's something that's foundational in the gospel that we have died to the law and that we are now alive to God in Christ because of his grace. And to, to say that uh we're preaching too much grace is indeed to say that we're preaching too much Jesus because this this whole life our whole life in Christ is about God's grace and in us living by faith not in ourselves not in our abilities to keep laws but in the finished work of Jesus Christ and in his abundant life the fullness of God the 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 father the son and the holy spirit that indwells us that is the life of grace and you can't have too much of that that's for sure cap
1: well and I think we left off on on the last program with um, an illustration about the law uh, keeping the law not breaking the law uh, you know talking about God's laws here from from the scripture but Joel I know somebody who doesn't break any laws anymore I, I'm not talking about God's law I'm talking about laws here on earth can you imagine actually knowing somebody, who doesn't break any law, I mean, they don't jaywalk, they don't disturb the peace, they, they don't steal, they don't speed, they, they don't, uh, you think of any law that we live by in the law of the land on this earth, I know somebody who doesn't break any of them anymore, which is amazing to me. Is that amazing to you?
0: Yeah, well, even some of those obscure laws in certain states where you can't like shoot uh, turkeys from a camel or something like that. I'm sorry, I'm just, <laughs> you ever heard some of those weird laws of states have? He, he doesn't even do that. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be quite interesting. If if you really do know somebody like that, Cap, I'm interested to hear uh, exactly
1: how he would go about doing that. Well, the, the person I'm talking about is my dad. Uh, but the thing is, Joel, and you know this, mm-hmm. but some might not, uh, my dad died 24 years ago. Uh, so, the point is that just because he's not breaking any laws like what I just mentioned, the laws of, of the land here, that doesn't mean that he's keeping them exactly because you see the point is that he 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 is dead, he is dead to the laws of the land these these laws that you and I are living by here on earth you know jaywalking speeding disturbing the peace all those kinds of things uh, they aren't in relation to him anymore they they don't apply to him he he resides in heaven he's he's been disconnected from the law of the land because of death and so it would be silly to suggest that he's keeping the law just because he's not breaking it cuz dead but one could one, one could try to make the point on. that he is keeping the law but he, because he's not breaking it, but that wouldn't be the case at all.
0: Right. Yep. Dead people don't keep laws and they don't break laws. And you see, uh, some people might think we're kind of getting kind of silly here or, or just talking about some odd stuff, but really we're relating to this, to what the scriptures say about us. And I'm just looking here in Galatians 2. Uh, towards the end, and I'm sure we've brought this up before, but Galatians 2.19, you know, For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And so that's kind of the foundation of, of our talk about the law over the past uh, few weeks, is that in order to live to Christ, we had to die to the law. And so as dead people... Who have been crucified with Christ, our, our relationship to the law died, and so we neither keep the law nor do we break the law. And now we're talking about God's law. You know, mm-hmm. our relationship uh, to God's law has ended uh, because we have died. <laughs> and so, uh, your illustration is great because it really does bring out the point that uh, a dead person really doesn't have anything to do with the law. A, a naturally Born person who used to live by the laws of the land and who has passed away no longer has any relationship to the laws of the land. And, and again, in our relationship with Christ, where we've been a made, we've been made alive together with Him. The re, the way that we became alive together with Him was through dying to the law. So we neither keep the law nor we break it. We live our lives by the very life of Christ that's in us.
1: Yeah, and this doesn't mean we intentionally go out to to with the purpose of breaking the law, because as we mentioned at the start of the program, and I think the last program, grace doesn't motivate us to do that. For people who think that grace gives people a license to sin, that's just not biblically founded. I know why they think the way they think, but it's not biblically true. Grace does not motivate us to want to go do what is wrong. Right. Um, so we don't intentionally go out with the purpose of trying to break the law. Just, but again, just because we don't break the law doesn't mean that we're trying to keep it either. Because we no longer live in that place of of uh, what Paul called the ministry of death, that place of darkness that that once ruled our lives under the law. But under a new covenant, uh, the law has become obsolete. So there's no need for law. For you and I, who are in union with Jesus Christ, we have the Spirit of God living within us. I remember one passage of Scripture, Joel, where Paul said, um, "Let him," you know, he was encouraging people, exhorting believers uh, toward a, a lifestyle that would match who they are in Christ. Um, but what you do doesn't make you who you are, and we're going to get into that shortly. But he said, you know, if you used to steal, don't steal anymore. Well, why didn't Paul just come out and say, "Remember the Ten Commandments"? Remember, thou shalt not steal. But he's already declared that we're free from that bondage. And that, you know, now that you're new in Christ, now that you've become like him, his righteousness in you, you've been recreated in Christ. Then Paul went on to exhort people to to live like who you are. But there's a whole different motivation from that compared to having to to live under the bondage of rules and regulations that could never bring righteousness.
0: Yeah, and... You know, all everything that you're saying there, kind of, it, it brings me back to the whole thing about what you said earlier. You can't preach too much grace because, okay, so you're, if if we're preaching law, then we're preaching the ministry of death and condemnation, which can never help a person to live right, which can never give a person life, which can never cause anything godly or righteous or holy to happen in any person. But if you're preaching grace. 100% grace, then what you're doing is you're preaching the life of Jesus Christ. And the life of Jesus Christ that indwells a person, as you say, Cap, is never going to lead a person to do anything that's ungodly. It's never going to lead a person to do anything that, that is contrary to, to the life of of god because it's his very life that's in us and so let's keep on preaching this gospel of grace not only just grace that saves us uh, but grace that is the power uh, of the entirety of the christian life we need to keep on preaching that and as you say uh, this this whole issue of identity uh, we're going to uh, uh, be talking about our identity in christ the, the grace of god that has made us who we are the christ in us how do we become uh this new person this new creation how do we get this identity we're going to be talking about that in some upcoming programs so we do invite you to stay tuned for that next week and and possibly for some weeks following that as well in the meantime we invite you to check out GraceRoots.org for an archive of our past programs And we thank you for listening, and we hope to be with you again soon right here on Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Borizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to
1: live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.